we have to remember that launching something isn't about just that day. We worked on this thing for so long and shipped it because it's going to be part of the product, part of the site, whatever, for a long time to come. And so in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter that things weren't absolutely perfect on the launch day. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name is Femke. And my name is Charlie. In this episode, we're going to talk about launching things. Not necessarily like the process for launching and stuff like that, maybe a little bit of it, but mostly how it feels to launch a project that you've been working on designing for a long time. What that's like and sort of like what you do after that, you know, after this project that's been your focus for that long is now live to the world. What what happens next? Both Fem and I have launched a new new project lately, so this is gonna be the perfectly timely episode yes. to talk about all this. But first off, Fem, how have things been going for you? Any new quarantine activities that you've picked up? Ooh, quarantine activities. I don't think so though. Now that we're getting into summer, I'm wanting to spend more time in my garden, which is very Sounds like a very adult hobby. <laughs> We've been like growing some seedlings indoors for the last six weeks or so. And now I think they're ready to finally be transplanted outside. So I'm kind of excited to sort of put our little garden together and start enjoying being outside on the deck, barbecues, etc. Even if it's just me and Owen <laughs> enjoying that. But yeah, I think it'll be nice to kind of have that time to enjoy being outside. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, yes. I've been spending time outside here, too. Mostly in the mornings, honestly, because it's been getting hot. Like, we've we've entered hot season in Valencia. It's been, like, 28 Celsius most days this week. And so it's only going to get hotter from here on out. Uh, So, yeah, in the mornings, I've been sitting outside and, like, doing some writing while I drink my coffee. It's been lovely. So, and going for walks as well now because we're allowed. I think I said that in the last episode, but, yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Been making use of that for sure. Yeah, I just, uh, you'll know this, like just before we started recording, I got my first hot chocolate in like three months. (laughs) Yes, everyone, I got to witness, well, witness with my ears this moment where uh, Owen walked into the room and Femme was like, they had hot chocolate. So that was very special for me. (laughs) Very exciting that our cafes have like started to slowly open up, takeaway only. I have a hot chocolate with me now and it's very exciting because it's been like months since I've been able to have this. So, you know, things are looking up, I guess. Like, I don't know if we're fully out of the woods yet, but it's... It's nice to finally see some things going in the direction of going back to normal. Right. Like we're going in the direction of of the the way we want to, right? Right. Rather than before when things were just getting more and more chaotic. So I hope that that continues. Me too. So how like ironic is it that we both launched a project like at in the same week? That seems very, very rare. Uh, For me at Uber, this usually only comes around for me like once a year, to be honest, of like launching something because projects can take anywhere from six to 12 months. So it's like really rare that that this uh, happens. And especially, I think it's funny that we've both kind of had this experience on the same week. Um, But but why don't we start by kind of letting our listeners know what what we launched and what's gone live. Um, Do you want to start with you at ConvertKit? Yeah, good idea. And mine is like, I think it's good that I go first because it's a lot less impressive than what you've launched. But (laughs) we launched a new homepage for convertkit.com, 
we had the old homepage for a couple of years and it was that was like a big project to get that last homepage up. You know, we did a lot of testing and um, then refining on the page as well. But we decided we wanted something brand new that instead of focusing on being a tour through our product uh, was instead more a representation of our brand and who we're for. So instead of like a flow through the product on the page, I've gone with the direction of using photography of creators and telling like short little case studies about them, like two sentences of what they do and uh, how they use ConvertKit as part of what they do. Um, Danny, our copywriter, did a fantastic job on those. I was really, really happy with them. Um, so that's like the focus of the page is telling creator stories and um, yeah, just showing people how, how we can help. And it was a months long project, not because the design was super complex, but more so to figure out exactly what should go on the page uh, and how we should talk about it. It's kind of like a new direction for us. So yeah, that went out the other day and yeah, very, very excited about that. Excited to have it live and for us to have sort of like a new first impression for people. It looks sick by the way, like Thanks. I love the sort of like non-organic or I guess organic shapes of, of the photos uh, and how you've got like these blobs and then the animation at the top. I know you said you're working on a video, so maybe that's out by the time this episode is out all about your process in this, but it is so awesome. This like animation that you have at the top. I highly recommend people go and check it out because I think it's really great work. Thank you. Yeah, that was um difficult for me and very different from what I usually work on to get that animation happening but you know sometimes you've got an, you've got an idea and there's no one technically on the team who has the skill set to make it happen but you want to do it anyway and yep I just did it made it happen so awesome well congrats on the launch I'm sure it's really exciting for you and the team yeah thank you okay well now let's talk about your launch which is much bigger <laughs> but we want to hear about it <laughs> Yeah, so we launched basically a ads manager for restaurants. So those who don't know, I work on Uber Eats on the restaurant experience. And we've been working on basically enabling restaurants to run ads within Uber Eats, within, you know, the, the Eats app to kind of promote and market their restaurant. So we've been working on a full kind of like ads manager product where you can basically create a campaign you can like set a bid and a budget put your ad live then there's like reporting and insights metrics managing your campaign that kind of stuff so we've been working on that since I want to say like October last year so it's been six seven months uh, and yeah just a couple of days ago we pushed the red button quote unquote um, and right now like we're Uber kind of works in this way where we call these things like experiments. So we kind of turn it on for a certain group of people. So we kind of like launched the experiment, so to speak. And now it's live in a few cities across the US. And we're going to kind of see how it goes before we kind of roll it out more widely. That is smart. That makes sense. Um, we do that. I know with the ConvertKit product as well, usually with the marketing site. We just launch it, you know, sometimes we'll run a test of two things against each other, but um, yeah, usually we don't limit who sees it. Um, were you the only designer on that project? 
So it was uh, me and uh, another designer, Angie Kwan. I will give her credit. She did an amazing work on the campaign creation flow. Uh, she and I have worked together on this since since October, basically. And so it's been the two of us plus one user researcher, one content strategist, and then our design manager as well has kind of helped play a role in like the strategy and the setting requirements and scope and direction because we didn't have a product person on this project until about a month ago. So for most of it, design has kind of really been steering the ship in terms of like product requirements and what we're going to build. So my design manager, she played a huge role in that. Uh, so yeah, there was like, I guess a total, a team of four or five of us under the design umbrella that worked together on this. Nice. And how did it feel to, like you said, push the red button? <laughs> oh man. Okay. This might be different for you. For me, it felt like not as exciting as I had hoped because usually we're doing this together in person in the office with a bottle of champagne and you know like usually there's a bit of a like event around doing something like this and we and we sort of celebrate as a team obviously we, we couldn't do that this time so it was like not as exciting as as what I'm used to in the past when we've sort of launched things but it was still obviously very gratifying and fulfilling to finally have this thing out there did you do like a zoom party instead oh yeah yeah yeah. we did a zoom party good so that that was really nice uh the engineers kind of turned it on but um it's it wasn't like this huge like countdown or anything it's like okay we're setting the experiment to these people all these other like engineering terms and then okay cool it's up now (laughs) and then you're like woo (laughs) yeah we're like woo great we need to celebrate when we're all back together yeah, it's cute that you usually do in-person stuff, though. I yeah. Like, have an actual celebration with champagne. I like that. Yeah, it is nice. What, what about, like, at ConvertKit? Obviously, you're, you're remote all the time. What does what a launch for you look like? So of a big thing like this, what happens is Corey gets it live, and we sort of, like, are both, like, checking, is it fine? Like, did anything happen in between it being on the development server and now being on the live site? No, all good. And then I will post a, a message in our Slack Um, general channel for the whole company to see only for big projects if it's like I don't know a lesser page then I'll just share it with the marketing team that it's live but this one you know it's a brand new brand direction for our homepage, and there's some new messaging on it as well that talks about our product in a different way that we haven't used before Um, so I wanted to make sure everyone was across it and read it so that they could talk about our product in this way too when they're talking to customers or whatever. So yeah, I wrote a little Slack message about like a quick recap of why we did the project and um, yeah, what it's trying to do and that it's live. And then everyone leaves cute little emoji reactions cute. on the message. <laughs> let me let me pull it up and tell you what some of the reactions were. We've got some party parrots, some 100 symbols. There's a dancing panda, <laughs> the uh, ta-da, you know, um, oh, yes. confetti thing. The, all those sorts of ones. That's the theme of emojis that we'll get on a launch post. Yeah. I love it. And uh, because I'm over in Europe, it, it t- does tend to happen that, you know, things will try and launch them in the morning US time, evening my time or afternoon. But yeah, this one was kind of like getting later into my evening. And so then I stayed up way too late sort of checking on things like constantly refreshing Slack to see if anyone had noticed anything wrong or like, I don't know, seeing what people were saying on Twitter when Nathan tweeted out that we had a new page. Uh, and like, yeah, checking, checking on all those things. Basically, I call it babysitting. I babysit the launch. <laughs> so it's like, it's out there. Our little child is doing its thing. And, you know, I'm just sort of like watching over it, making sure it's behaving. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting to hear the difference between like product and marketing when it comes to these things. I, I feel like with products, so much could go wrong. So we, we like really try to cover our bases. So like two weeks before we actually did this launch, we kind of launched it internally. So we kind of turned it on for internal people only. And so we basically had two weeks where we like the product was essentially live, but to us only. And that gave us time to like, make sure, you know, there is no gaping bugs. We're not like affecting other products in, in the tool already that like, you know, kind of, we, we almost did like a couple of bug bashes as a team to kind of like make sure everything was flowing, right. The flows worked, etc. cetera. Uh, and so that meant that kind of when it came to the public quote unquote launch like there wouldn't be any change like it's basically just turning on exactly what we had to a few other cities it was really interesting to kind of go through that process but I'm really grateful that we have the ability to do something like that as well because it means that when it comes to launch like we're not staying up stressing checking everything's okay and nothing's breaking Um, it's it just makes that process a little bit smoother for us yeah that makes sense I, f- I just feel like stuff changes for us from our development site to our live site. They're just I don't know. There always seems to be something that happens. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because the live site maybe has different... Uh, like something that happened with this launch was there was an intercom bot on the page that was firing on the homepage accidentally. And we didn't know that until it was live because the intercom bot was not on the development the server. Site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, stuff like that is is what I want to check for. But... Honestly, in my brain though, like, I feel like maybe I spend, I feel like I spent this morning being like, oh, like, yay, the homepage is out, really proud. And then this afternoon I've been like, okay, what's next? (laughs) And like, I'm immediately moving on to the next thing. How, like, what do you do about that? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's a couple things that kind of came up on launch day. Okay. Uh, So kind of similar to like, you know, what you were saying with the intercom bot, we had a couple of things like that, that we didn't manage to catch beforehand. And so essentially what I've been doing since then is working on what we're calling fast follows. So things that like, you know, are worth putting in an extra day of engineering effort or in design effort to just like put in a quick fix to make sure that like there's no holes, I guess, that, that are left behind. So I'm now working on those fast follows. I think I have like three or four on my list that I've been working on. And uh, I'm working with like one of the front end engineers and then also the content writer to kind of get those fast follows in as soon as possible. And so that's kind of what I'm doing for like probably the next week before moving on to like the next kind of feature set, you know, like the next kind of project that's going to feed into this thing we've been building. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you handle, I guess, because um, we've talked about research and things before in early episodes, I'm going to guess that you did testing and research before launching, right? Yes. Yeah. Because I tend to do it after, okay. <laughs> mostly because um, I think it'd be hard for me to test before and also not necessary. Like it's a marketing page and I'm a smart person and, you know, I, I have a pretty good idea based on both my gut and the data and what I know about our target audience, exactly what message should go on it and what it should say. So I don't feel the need to like test with the user before I launch, mm-hmm. but I like to test after I've launched so that I'm doing a like a user research call and they're seeing the page in the context of the whole site rather than just like, you know, a mock-up and envision, an envision or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. 
and what I'm looking for is how to refine it. Because I'm already pretty sure that my idea is a good one. Or sometimes maybe we've actually run an A-B test of two different pages against each other. This is what we did recently for our pricing page. So there's been a winner declared of that. There was one design that led to more accounts being created. So that's now the pricing page. But when I do a user research call, I'll be getting them to look at the homepage and that pricing page and looking for how I can make improvements to them both um, and getting that yeah, qualitative data. Yeah, we, we I don't know, we, uh, there is no like set standard or process, but sometimes we do it, we, we always do it before. Actually, now that I think about it, we always do it before. And then sometimes we also do it afterwards. Right. So I think it's too early to say with this project, like we just launched it two days ago, we haven't really talked about doing follow-up research, but a project I worked on a year or two ago, uh, we launched a new product in Mexico. And after we launched it, like a couple months later, we actually went to Mexico to see how it was going. So that was kind of like a post-launch research trip where we wanted to see, okay, is it working as we expected? How is it working? How are people, you know, interacting with this? It was like a phys- it was like a mix of a digital physical experience where you had to do something digital in the app and then that gave you something you had to do physically in the real world. So we had to go there to kind of see that whole story and how that played out. Um, and so that was really interesting to kind of like go back and do that like post-launch research and see how it's going and kind of get ideas for things that we needed to improve upon in the experience or like kind of give us a bit of a sense of what we should be working on next. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you ever get scared when you launch something? Like, is that a feeling that you have or is it mostly woo celebration? (laughs) I don't think I get scared okay or like worried I guess like I try to do like the the diligence of like in the weeks prior like really like tying up all those ends with engineering so that when it comes to launch like there's nothing really to worry about yeah we kind of always leave this like two weeks prior to launch to to really spend time doing that together that means when it comes to launch like In my experience so far, things have gone pretty smoothly. I'm sure there's cases where like a launch goes bad and maybe you break something. Uh, I have not had that experience. So maybe if I did experience that, I would be more nervous. But so far, I'm more excited than worried. Nice. Because I've I've noticed a shift in in that in me when uh, Corey joined the team. And he was building the pages and like, you know, handling the actual shipping process. Because previously at ConvertKit, I was both designing and building pages. So, you know, if we'd done this homepage two years ago, I would have been the one building it. In fact, I was the one to build the last previous homepage. Right. And that was always a lot scarier to launch because I kind of felt like, well, if anything goes wrong, it's completely my fault. I've got no one like in this with me to um, help me solve it. Obviously, that's incorrect. Like, you know, there's smart people at the company who could have helped me troubleshoot anything I wasn't sure of myself. But it's just been so much less scary to launch things when it's like part of a team and I'm not the only one doing it, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, maybe Corey as the developer feels that fear now that I don't, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, that's just been a change that I noticed in uh, doing it by myself versus doing it with a team. Yeah, maybe it's different for engineers who (laughs) I guess you could say like maybe have a little bit more responsibility on the day of launch to make sure that things go smoothly. As a designer, I'm not as worried. I'm curious, have you ever been in 
you know, have you ever experienced or been in a situation where you've launched something and then like immediately you either have to roll it back or you have to put in like a quick fix immediately or like have you ever had to kind of scramble as a designer in in a launch situation? Yes. Can't think of something specific and I I don't think it was a big deal. It was just like, you know, a thing that that happened that I noticed. Mm -hmm. There's always weird things with WordPress sometimes in terms of menus and stuff like that. Like usually the case has been something I forgot to select on the back end. Like maybe I forgot to upload the custom fields or something like that. I don't know. But it's definitely happened for sure that I've then had to scramble for a fix. Um, absolutely. But luckily for me, it's it's never been um, a huge deal and a huge problem uh, to have that issue. But obviously not a good habit to get into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was curious because this this kind of happened with, with me a couple of days ago where Ooh, okay. uh, we realized that something that we like we had planned to basically have this education banner and basically it was being overwritten by something else and we didn't realize that until we had launched it and so we couldn't change we couldn't change what was overriding it so we had to accept the fact that it was being overwritten and so then as a designer I kind of panicked and I was like oh well is there anything else we could do? Maybe we could like put a little education toast up or a little notification about it, you know, some like what else could we do? I started kind of panicking and thinking about how else we could surface this like education that we really wanted to have as part of our launch. I was talking to the engineer and we were like trying to figure things out. And then I went to the design team and I was like, okay, this is what's happening. Like, what do you think about this education banner? And then we kind of talked it through and they surprisingly actually kind of talked me out of it. And so we decided, okay, actually, let's just not panic. Let's leave it and let's give it a few days and see how it goes. And if we're finding that like people are struggling or conversion is low or like education is like, um, then let's figure out a quick fix. But for now, let's just see how it goes and then readdress it in a couple of days. Yeah. See how like real users interact with it and yeah, how much of a problem it is. I like that approach to just seeing... Like, yeah, like I said, how much of an issue really is this before we worry about shipping a quick quick fix for it? Yeah. Was that one of the things that um, the banner being covered up, you couldn't have caught on the, the, you know, the testing two weeks ago, you said when you shipped it internally um, because it was like a live thing only or something like that? Well, it basically like I knew that it could happen. And so I I had brought it up previously, like, hey, we need to make sure this doesn't happen. And I guess it just didn't get to the right person (laughs) or that like message got lost in translation somewhere that when we launched, ironically, another team was launching something at the same time. And that's what was overriding it. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't aware that there was like another team launching something as well and that like their thing would get priority over ours. Uh, so we couldn't have caught it earlier on because they hadn't launched it yet. And I guess, yeah, I had tried to warn earlier that like, hey, if another team launches at the same time, this thing could happen. Let's try and avoid that. And that somehow got lost. So we ended up unfortunately being in that unlikely situation. That was kind of the same situation that I had with the intercom bot on ours was that the that was something the customer success team was working on. Right. 
and we hadn't talked to each other about it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah then like there was this bot loading over and it was like hiding that animation that you said was really cool and I was like what <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> yeah this is interesting because I've like been trying to reflect on this like okay how could I have avoided this or like how could we you know make sure that this doesn't happen again and I don't know what the answer is because like do I need to tell every single team in the company that like hey we're gonna launch this thing just keep this in mind that doesn't seem like the right approach because we have like hundreds of teams so right yeah I I'm not sure how to stop this from happening again I don't know is there not someone whose job it is to sort of like manage like I'm thinking of like an air traffic controller but for launching stuff in in the app yeah you would be surprised (laughs) um no not really I don't know. It it was a little like disappointing on the day for me to find that out that our like the thing, you know, this whole education banner I decide, designed and like we got a custom illustration for it from our illustration team. Like we put a lot of love into it. Aww. Was just like not being seen by anybody. And yeah, I guess it's just a lesson of like one of those moments where like I panicked and I freaked out and the engineer was also disappointed and you know, sometimes in those situations it's like okay, maybe just like take a breath and like, it's fine. Like, we'll see how it goes. We can make changes if necessary. And yeah, I guess ultimately we just decided not to like panic implement something as a as a quick fix. Yeah, that makes sense. Did it kind of take some of the, the glow off launching when you realized this? Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. mine too. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're like hoping for this perfect, exciting launch and then yeah. it doesn't quite go how you, wanted it to or especially in my case where like I had brought this up earlier and I like had tried to prevent it and then it still happened that's always kind of frustrating too it is yeah that makes sense oh yeah I kind of feel like I always focus on the negative and I don't I don't know maybe it's just my nature I'm like I do it with YouTube comments and things like that too where you know there's a million not a million let's not get ahead of ourselves (laughs) there's a dozen good comments, but then someone comments something negative, and that's one that sticks in my mind. Yes. Um, it's really hard to not allow that to happen. I think this is the design version of that, where there's a million like compliments about the the thing that we launched and you know, people saying it's great, but then this one thing happens and a couple of people pointed it out, you know, emailed Nathan or, or tweeted us and were like, Hey, this bot's covering up this part of the page, it's kind of annoying. And then that's what sticks for me, where I'm like, Oh, this happened. But I've sort of like been working through this today because it was just today that I found out about this this morning. We have to remember that launching something isn't about just that day, you know, it's we worked on this thing for so long and shipped it because it's going to be part of the product, part of the site, whatever, for a long time to come. And so, you know, many more people will see it as the corrected version. And uh, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter that things weren't absolutely perfect on the launch day. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice reminder. Um, I also want to want to share that, like, if someone on your team or or at your company, another team, or if if something gets launched and and you maybe weren't a part of it, to take the time to congratulate that team because it feels really really good. Like you were sharing earlier, the emojis that you got on your message. Mm. I think often, like I don't know, at a scale at Uber too, where like things are launching all the time. Like I kind of just scroll through it sometimes. I'm like, oh cool, this thing was launched, and then I kind of scroll on to the next thing. But as someone that like was part of a launch, it feels really good and really nice when other people kind of 
recognize your work, recognize your achievements. Someone actually um, at Uber like sent out an email to the whole like Eats design team that we launched this thing. And so we got like a lot of replies of like other teams congratulating us. And like, it just feels really nice. So I just want to put that out as like food for thought for those listening. Like if you weren't part of a launch, but a team member or another team or someone nearby was to just tell them that they did a really good job because they probably spent a lot of time working on it and it feels really good to launch something and to get that kind of feedback. So just wanted to to share that too. Yeah, I love that. I, I feel that too, for sure. Like not only with the Slack messages, but the fact that almost immediately after I'd posted in Slack that it was live, Barrett went, who's our CEO, went and tweeted about it. Like, we've launched this great page. Well done to Charlie and Corey and Danny. Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that feels really good, you yeah. know. And then you get to see their followers responding to it. And it's like, I don't know, as maybe egotistical or shallow I don't know the right vein word to say but that is it really important to me and that's a huge part of helping me feel like I did a good job and feel like I was successful at something is people's reaction to it not necessarily feedback like oh this helped me as a user obviously that's great too Mm -hmm. but people saying that I did a good job I'm like yes give me that pat on the back I love it (laughs) totally it feels nice to be recognized for hard work it does it does well, congrats to us both, yes. honestly. Congrats <laughs> to you. <laughs> congrats to me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! This whole episode has been a, you know, us self-congratulating, but also, you know, talking about what it's like to launch things. And uh, anyone listening, if you've launched anything recently, then congrats to you too. How about you reach out on Twitter and tell us about it? Tell us what you've launched recently. Our handle there is at Design Life FM. You can also subscribe for more episodes on your favorite podcasting app. We're also on Spotify. If that's where you like to listen to podcasts, just search for Design Life and click on subscribe. Yes, please. All right. Good to talk to you, fam. Well done again. Well done. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.